Hello and welcome to The Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon, the best geek podcast in your feed right now. Which means there's only one podcast in your feed. Thanks for subscribing. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. So it's been a couple weeks since we've actually discussed anything. But that doesn't matter because that just means more time to accumulate a wealth of good stuff to talk about. Uh, It's our 65th episode and today we are talking about what? Well, we have just saw Overlord. Yes, we did. So I figured let's just do a full-on spoiler review of that. I was really looking forward to it. When I first saw the trailer, I straight up thought that was going to DVD exclusively. When I found out it was in theaters, I was like, that's something I'm looking forward to well, now. And then when you see who's making it... It all started coming together. Yeah. We'll discuss that. That's uh, going to be a big chunk of what we're uh, talking about today. Also, we want to talk more about uh, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2, and it's basically infinite play. Yeah, you and I have gotten quite a bit more time with that. When we first talked... We were both just you hours, know, a couple like, hours, basically in, a few past hours the in. intro. Yeah. yeah, and now we are quite a ways through it, and there's just, you know, we don't want to talk about any sort of spoilers. No, we're not going to talk about the story per se. We're just going to talk about our experiences and maybe just share some awesome stories in hopes that you've got one of your own too, and you'll let us know. Oh, that's crazy! This happened to me. It's just yeah. kind of that kind of thing. It, well, and this game is just full of those random encounters, and and they always it lead to boggles something. my mind how one game can generate so much content yeah and so we want to talk about some of that content oh some we've got things, some good stuff to talk about some of the about. things that st- stood out in our minds some of our favorite things some of the weirdest things that we've seen so far yeah um and 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 that's kind of it and then a couple of, we're gonna have we have a couple, a couple of, of news things bits would you say yeah yeah why don't we start out with a couple of the news tidbits yes and then we'll kick into uh overlord yeah let's do that but first hey if you like this podcast you'll like this stuff check them out it's our fake sponsors Say hello to Give the Dog a Boner. Introducing a new sensual variety of chew toys for your dog. Carefully crafted to arouse your canine in all the right ways. But don't let the name fool you. Give the Dog a Boner products works wonders for bitches too. Leading veterinarians say the key to a happy dog is stimulation. And now, in addition to exercise and attention, your pooch will be very, very stimulated. All our toys are made with homeopathic natural ingredients designed to safely react with your dog's hormones. However, we would not recommend wearing shorts after giving your dog one of our toys. So nick their knack, patty their whack, and give the dog a bone-er. To purchase these one-of-a-kind dog toys, visit GiveTheDogABoner.com and free with every order, we'll send you a complimentary container of disinfecting wipes. It's give the dog a bone-er. Puppets were originally created in the 5th century BC in ancient Greece. They were used in theaters as a way to convey drama and emotion. Later, with the advent of television, those same puppets became a societal fixture for speaking to and capturing the imagination of children. Aww. With all the historical importance and countless years puppets have been a part of our fabric, there's just one question to ask. When When did did we we start start molesting molesting puppets? puppets? Well, I don't know when it started, 
but I can tell you when it stops. And, and it, it stops today. today! Because puppet diddlers will now be brought to justice! That's right! There's a new branch of law enforcement called Geppetto-files, named after one of the most notorious alleged puppet rapists, Geppetto. We're cracking down on those who perpetrate sexual misconduct with puppets, marionettes, Marie Antoinette, and dummies of all kinds! To put it bluntly, dudes, we're not fond of puppet fondlers. Don't, Don't do, do it. it! The risk is not worth it! Besides, you could get splinters in your dick! You'll get an STD! Splinter-torn dick! If you suspect someone of sexually abusing a puppet, please call our toll-free tip line at 1-800-P-U-P-T-H-L-P. That's right, 1-800-PUPPET-HELP! But without most of the vowels. Well, yeah, 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 I mean... And just because you can make their mouth move doesn't mean you can imply consent, you sick fucks! If you're out there hurting puppets, we, we will find, find you. you! And you will be brought to dressers! Don't be a Geppetto-file! Sweet recording, bro. You want to come check out this new blow-up doll I have? Dude! No, it's it's not the same, dude. Dude. Blow-up dolls are not the same. They feel a lot different. When, once they said splinter dick, they just like, ugh. Oh, yeah. God. Those guys really sounded like they were... They were roided out. Yeah, they were awesome. They were angry. For sure. But thanks to our sponsors. We're <laughs> sorry we called you roided out. Please come back. We we need our sponsors in we order to make you. this happen. So yes, indeed. We love we you. We want to keep you. these podcasts free for you, so we got to pay some bills. You know, that's what I always say on that every podcast I listen to. So let's get into Overlord. Overlord? So. Nazi zombies? So let us tell us who, who made this. Well, it wasn't J.J. Abrams. That's what people think. It was produced by J.J. Abrams. Dude, anyone can produce anything. You can put a dollar towards a movie. Yes, but here's the thing. J.J. Abrams puts his stamp on things that he has like a piece in. So and he, But he didn't make it. I'm not saying he made it. I, I'm not saying Who he directed it. had a hand in it. Yeah, but he's he's like... It's the same way that when Michael Bay says, produced by Michael Bay, the story still comes out shitty and, and there's all the same kind of like yeah. ingredients in a Michael Bay movie. It's the same it, thing. It's, it's basically, dude, it's a selling point. Now, if there's anything beyond that to it, then great. But at its bare minimum, you know, the, the cynic in me says it's just a selling point. Like I've seen movies yeah. produced by Guillermo del Toro or produced by Eli Roth or produced by Quentin Tarantino. It's like, doesn't mean it's going to be a good movie. I don't feel like that was the case, though. Uh, but I feel like it had his sort of feel to it. It did a little bit. In that same way where like you can't put a genre on exactly. this movie. Exactly. Much and like Cabin in the Woods or Lost or something like that. It, yeah. It blended several different and genres. Cloverfields. All the Cloverfields. Yes. You it's can't like, so put what, them into what a is this? category. It's like part war movie, part B movie, part... Horror movie, part action thriller. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's it's a lot of parts. That's what's amazing about this movie is that it crosses all genres to the point where you can't really put it into any single one, but it takes from all of them. It does, and it did so really well. Like, it just had different pockets, you know. Yeah, um, and they blended really nicely. So it's a very contained story, you know. I feel safe and sane. It takes place basically in the course of a, a night and a day, one mission. Yeah. Uh, one very small cast of characters. But there's still a lot that happens in that time. Well, fair, yeah. I really like the poster, by the way. It was very telling. It looked like blood splatter, but you see it's actually you know paratroops mm-hmm. or paratroopers. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what was fun for me is there were no A-list celebrities in this movie at all, and that's fine. I just like seeing where works. people were coming from. Like um, uh, the main character, I know I've seen him in something before. Uh, Bo- Boyce was his name. Mm-hmm. 
and then Wyatt Russell, he was in one of the Planet of the Apes movies, and he's in something else. He was like the uh, the explosives guy who assumed command, mm-hmm. uh, who's kind of like the resonant badass. Uh, Wafner, Wafner, the the main bad guy. Yeah, you recognize him? No, he, but I mean, he looked familiar. To he's me. Euron Greyjoy, the crazy uncle from uh, Game oh. of Thrones, who. Uh, you know, he assume, plays a good villain. He's a creep, no matter what he does. He's and we're not like, gonna like, like I said, not gonna get into any spoilers. But like, yeah, he, he I mean, he plays a Nazi. That's not a surprise. You can yeah. IMDb that. But man, he plays a creepy zo- uh, <laughs> well Nazi. Yeah, excuse me. Um, that first scene was intense, by the way, and they kind of even hinted as much from the preview. So that's not really yeah. a you know, yeah, divulging we, anything. We don't want to go into it, but it's it's a. Uh, kind of what we were talking about before where this this movie spans genres the first part of this movie it's safe to say is a war flick very and intense a, a realistic intense war movie yeah and then and you know this is very uh similar to the way the trailer is 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 laid out where the first part is kind of a, a world war ii film and then the last part is these weird zombie-like creatures, right. and you're kind of like, wait, once the bullets stop flying, that... the explosions stop going off. You really see what you're yeah. in for, and you're like, how does that work in a movie like this? And that's kind of the way the movie plays out. Yeah, I I liked it. I mean, am I going to remember it a year from now? Probably not, but yeah, same. It was kind of it had a, a good payoff. Um, it didn't last too long. I thought thought it was very just self contained. It never slowed down. It never slowed down. Yes, I Man, like that. It was and it had just from had some really good action scenes. It was never really campy. There was a few parts where it got a little cheesy, but it never went full on into just camp mode or and just I thought it would fully more. embraced its B movies yeah. potential. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I like the 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 story was cool because you know what it reminded me of. It's like we all know the story of D-Day, and this is basically like a precursor to D-Day. Like D-Day, as we know it historically, factually, they're saying it couldn't have happened without this little right. platoon who got without these deployed guys, on these secret missions. I don't think this is a. I mean, this is no. Right they make the it clear from the without these guys taking out a communications tower. Yes, you know what it reminded me of, very much like everyone knows the Death Star, you know, got blown up, but. Rogue One kind of shed light on all these unsung un, un, heroes yeah, and unnamed exactly. heroes who really set it in motion. And this big story that we all know and could recite in our sleep never would have happened without these small guys who largely go, you know, unheralded. And yeah. I, I like that. I do too. And the, the the platoon was great. You know, you had like the brave, quiet, courageous kind of like main star. You had the the badass, you know. The kind, jerk. The, who was a jerk, but, you know, ended up, you know showing what he was really made of. The nice you have the, guy. the wisecracker, you know, the, the sniper guy. You had the uh, the Jewish kid who was like their heavy artillery guy. You had the, the chick, you know. It just... The, the chick. The, she I, played the chick. That was literally... But she literally was like the only female in yeah, the movie. Yeah, I think that was the only time I saw a female on screen, except for maybe her aunt, but not really. Yeah. yeah. So for me, um, this I liked this movie, but I was having an issue while watching it due to the fact that my girlfriend was there and my girlfriend can sometimes get anxiety and this movie was so intense the entire way through that she was you felt that grip like whether she was, was on your she hand was, or and elbow, i told her i was like you're like you're hurting me i mean i it says a lot about this movie and if you're really looking for an intense movie that you can get into this is a great movie for that if you have anxiety it's probably not the best movie because it never lets up Right from the get go, it kind of is like, oh my gosh, something something's happening, and and it just doesn't let you slow down at all until it's over. Fair, and it's intense for different reasons. Like the first scene, right? 
very much, you know, a war flick. It has that saving private Ryan just feeling of like, this is awful to know that this yeah. was so many people's reality just like 60 years ago and how barbaric. Uh, what? A little more than that. I don't know my history. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, what else? And then, but then it got intense because of like interpersonal tension between people and then, you know, dead bodies and then reanimation and some horror elements and then just all out like thriller at the end. And, you know, of course it did the typical thing of like, Oh, there's a bomb placed and we got to get out in time. Right. But it did so well. I didn't mind it. It it relied on a few different, just very basic essential storytellings, uh, especially to this kind of war piece, even though as divergent as it was from your typical war story. Uh, But it blended really well. I'd say all, all in all, this was like a solid eight out of 10 for me. I was entertained and I liked it. I would recommend it. It's not anything you're going to remember a long time from now, unless you know you have a different experience. But yeah, I just I, it's entertaining. I say, yeah, it was fun to watch. It was worth seeing in the theaters. It did. I think the theater experience yeah, was great. It's the sound. Be, I'm going to say sound was great. It was really loud at some point, especially during the warfare. I, it made you. But that's good. But, I don't. But it engulfed mean you into it. Yes, it really yeah. was engaging. Um, made you even a little like just from aesthetically uncomfortable, which yeah. was good. Uh, for what it was trying to convey, I, I would. So I just like getting my money's worth. That's how I. I'll, at the end of the day, you know, there's varying levels of that, but bare minimum, like the bottom, f- you know, floor for getting into was this a good movie or not for me? Did I get my money's worth? And when we're spending whatever movies cost nowadays, especially because you have to buy your tickets online and there's the convenience fees. What's convenient about <laughs> printing out a ticket? Come on, um, there's like a weird Jerry Seinfeld, Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> yeah. as if they had like complaints. What's the deal with printing out your ticket? I can tell you, I get, I get no receipt. <laughs> like respect. Uh, yeah, I know. Shut up. It was good. Pretty good. I'm, I feel like my viewing of it was a little bit tainted because of the experience. I couldn't get into it very much because I was worried about the person next to me. But if I try to take that piece out, I think I'm right where you are. It, it was, it was a fun movie. I was impressed with, how action-packed it was, how scary it was at times. Yeah. And I, I was impressed at the way it blended multiple genres together to make still a cohesive-feeling film. And and there, there, I had no qualms with the uh, the action or the directing. Like, that was... Or, or I'm sorry, the acting, excuse me, or mm-hmm. the directing. Like, it was all good, and it all came together well. So I would put it at an 8 out of 10 because I was totally entertained while I was there. But like you it's not going to be the kind of movie that I'm going to remember next year. Yeah. And a heads up to anyone who is maybe squeamish. It's a very bloody film. They don't even hold, they don't hold back. Uh, yeah. Like I mentioned, the poster is literally blood splatter. Yeah. So yeah, you just know what you're getting into. And if you know what you're getting into, you're fine. Yeah. And of course, if you have thoughts on us, <laughs> if you have thoughts on this, please feel free to share it with us as we're going to talk about uh, a new trailer that just came out. Yeah, I mean, I think this is right in line with Overlord. <laughs> very much so. Go ahead De- and explain. Detective your... Pikachu. Yeah, very <laughs> so bloody. Before we just kind of wrap up our movie talk, yeah, let's just kind of quickly talk about Detective Pikachu. A the, future the movie trailer just came out to come out in 2019. When I first, I just saw a, a link on a IGN or Reddit or one of my you know go to sites, Born and it said, <laughs> "No, that'd be a weird place to put it, but sure." Yeah. Something about, you know, first thoughts, Detective Pikachu trailer. And I thought, oh, cool. They made a game for the Switch. I literally didn't know this was a movie. Yeah. I was even more surprised when I found out it's a live action with CGI. The 
the monsters, mm-hmm. pocket monsters, right. being CGI. It's a little bit of a weird juxtaposition, but I like the attempt. It, it, Pikachu it, sounds like th- Deadpool. Yeah, well, yeah, that it's makes Ryan sense. Reynolds, but it doesn't feel like there's any. But he, but he plays a different character. He doesn't play a sarcastic asshole character. So I don't think he needs. Well, to we be, don't know that yet, but from the trailer. Need, well, from yeah. the trailer, I mean, he literally said, "There's a magic that holds us together, and that magic it's called is hope. hope." Yeah. So just love. So <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's not a sarcastic asshole. He's not the Deadpool that we're used to, and that's fine. Ryan Reynolds doesn't have to play that, but um, I think that so. I was, I totally thought this movie was going to be just really. When I heard that they were making this, and I heard it a while ago, I had no idea. This crept because up it on was me. a big, it was big news that Ryan Reynolds signed onto it, and I was like, you know, this is going to be bad. It's there's no way you could make a a live action Pokemon Detective Pikachu or Pikachu can talk kind of story and make it good. It just doesn't make any sense. And then I saw the trailer, and I think that the way that they treated the real life kind of puppet looking versions of the Pokemon works really well. I think it looks really good. The animation looks great. I think Ryan Reynolds voice for him is there's something charismatic just in his voice alone. And I think that's great. Um, I think it's, it's definitely going to be better than I expected. Yeah. At least by that one trailer, I'm looking more forward to it than I was before. Still Pokemon's not my thing where, where, you know, you, the handful of, people who are used to watching Pokemon were catching every little hint of a Pokemon that they showed. Yeah. And they were like, oh my God, there's that Pokemon. There's that Pokemon. And, and that's gonna, that's going to largely be what it is when we went to go see Ready Player like One. Like a full or for, cameo of yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, just who's going to show up. I can maybe name a handful of the first original uh, batch of Pokemon, if there were 50 or so. After that and all the you know, um, reoccurring generations and i couldn't tell you who's who yeah. they all look very leafy and the only thing that i know is from pokemon go back when i used to play that and sure that's like literally the only thing i know about pokemon no lie uh there was a time where i was actually collecting cards i couldn't even play the game i couldn't tell you how to play the game even though i'm sure it was very simple i just really like collecting the cards and i'm talking how many years ago that was now my brother and i were kind of into it so yeah there's some pokemon that just have some settled sentimental mm-hmm. attachment with me but other than the the first generation, the first you know Gen One, I guess is the cool thing to say. You're you know, not up with any of the new ones, you mean? No, yeah. no clue who's who. So I almost feel like uh, just to keep it simple, they should just stick to the very first you know uh, batch of Pokemon, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how it looked like. I maybe saw one or two from the trailer I didn't recognize, and maybe that's just me. But um, they made sure you noticed Charizard, who's you know kind of like the resident oh, yeah. badass. Uh, so very cool. Uh, they even hinted at my one of my personal favorites, Squirtle. You know, he's the very Squirtle. the very first stage, and that he just kind of walks by. And no, the they sh- just shot. showed him on a uh, uh, yeah. They showed a right? few of them, and then also like they showed up on a poster or something like that, and a couple of Bulbasaurs because those were like kind of like the main. See, yeah, see, I don't even know most of those. Yeah, well, eh, it's you nerd. Yeah, whatever, but, whatever. But works. the thing is, is it's pulling out that nerd in us that either a used to watch it or plays. Pokemon Go. I mean, the timing is perfect for this because right when Pokemon Go is starting, to, I mean, it's been dying out a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, it's right? on the decline, no doubt. It's like Pokemon is still incredibly popular, but right as it's on the decline, you get a movie like this coming out, and it's going to just spike interest right back up. Th- these guys are. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a the companion money. game uh, on any platform. Guarantee it goes with it right <laughs> around that it. time, 
or if they Switch remastered game. Detective Pikachu yeah. for a new system or something right. like that. Yeah. Well, not anything I'm going to be clamoring to yeah, see, but, but I'll be curious to see how it does. Yeah. Might check it out once it gets to DVD or like, something. Like, let's make a deal. Like, if reviews come out and the reviews are fairly positive, maybe we'll go see it. Yeah, like on a matinee. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I think we're done with all movies. We did Overlord, talked about Detective Pikachu. What more could you want? <laughs> and I know, right? There's no other things happening in movies. Literally right now. nothing else. <laughs> but let's kick into video games, specifically Red Dead Redemption 2. Let's make that our topic. It's pretty of the much week. the only thing I'm playing. So, yes, I agree. Did you say topic of the week? Topic of the week. And what a topic it is. Red Dead Redemption 2. Once you get out of the snow, uh, which is kind of where we both last left off, maybe say for like an extended hour or so, yes, it's still slow, but damn. But it's like therapeutically slow. Yes. Not only is this a great game, it's got a really good character. I'm really starting to dig Arthur Morgan. Yeah. He's, at first I was just like, yeah, he's I, I just started kind a... of generic post-frontier guy. But Yeah, but there's something about him. It is... He's, he's witty. He's still lovable in a way. Yeah, he's, and especially I, I think he's a dirt it all bag, comes but down to the way he treats his horse. Yeah, pretty I know much. that sounds a boy so and his dog back That's then. That's kind of what yeah. it is. Even though you get like a new dog and a new dog and a new dog, and you just toss the old one out. Yeah, I don't know if you're doing that, but like, like I've gotten through multiple horses. Oh, you're talking. Okay. Um, well, you can you can interact with dogs in this world too. You can. You can. And you you can scold them. Yeah. <laughs> And talk shit to dogs. I actually haven't. I, I always just pet them. Oh, I, I like scolding them. But like, so this game, it's just, the game can feel slow. Yeah. But, and, and it's because there's not really much of a fast travel. You have, you kind of have a fast travel capability. I don't like using it. I'll be honest. Through the trains. I still do use it when I want to go from one side of the map to the other. Okay, big, yeah. Which is what they are meant, that's kind of what it's meant for. It's not meant to be like just move up the map a little. It's like, no, you hop on your horse and you ride for five minutes. Yeah, take the 310 to Yuma. And just, and and because of that, this game, this game knows that like, hey, we're forcing people to ride for five minutes on a trail to wherever they're going to go. Mm-hmm. How do we make that feel like they're really in this world where everything is happening around them and they're just one person? And the game does that so well because you can be riding down the trail and you just come across these things that are happening in the world. And of course, it's like, obviously those were put there to make you feel that way, but it doesn't make it feel less special. Agreed. Like so many games before it, but I don't think there's any one better example um, of how well done this is. No two people's gameplay from start to finish will ever be the same. Oh, not at all. It would be literally impossible. Like, I don't know. uh, There's like a word that I'm trying to think here, but like, if you're basically to, you know, draw up how many repetitions this game is potentially or has a potential to create, it's got to be infinite, you know. Absolutely. And it's just it's so cool. I heard from a guy who's further ahead of, uh than me at work that he's like he's asked me where I was in the game and I told him, you know, which chapter I was on. And then I said, "Why where are you?" and he said, "This chapter." I'm trying to like stay off of it, naming anything by name. Um, but he said, good, stay there for as long as you can if you want to just explore. Because when you get to this point, it basically, you're on the rails for a time. Really? Yeah, he's gone way ahead. So I'm. Oh, I'm, see, I, dude, I, I've spent so little time with the actual story. And I, but not feeling like I'm missing out on anything. I think I'm in chapter three. That's where I am. 
yeah. where you know you just we recently moved camps to a, near a lake, right? Kind of, right. And but I, I I say that I say recently, but I've probably put in fifteen hours since then because I'm just just free roaming. I just I, I so when I first started playing the game, it was slow, and I so so I started the missions were where the action was. So yes. I started doing the missions, and then. Um, Somewhere along the line, it, it, I started really enjoying and appreciating the freedom of going anywhere and doing anything, and really loved all of the side characters you meet, all of the side missions that you get, and all of the little um, occurrences that just randomly will happen. And and I started to fall in love with that, and I haven't gone back to a main mission since. And that, like I said, it's been probably a good fifteen hours. And what I'm doing right now is I am just I'm I'm putting my my waypoint way up in the corner of a map somewhere and I'm just writing there. That's like all I'm doing. And every once in a while I'll stop and I'll do a side mission maybe. But really I'm just exploring. And yeah. that's where like I have a list of things that I wrote down that I, I just kind of wanted to make sure I remembered so that oh, we can talk about Oh, some of our travels them. along the way. Yeah, let's share it with uh, each and, other and our listeners for yeah. sure. Uh, first thing that comes to mind, I was, I don't know where I was. I have no idea of where I am on the map at this time. I just came across this like random ranch house. No one was home. Doors were locked. I tried to kick down the door. Uh, didn't work, but I noticed this huge, uh, pig pen, right? Mm -hmm. I just started kicking them, beating the shit out of them. <laughs> and then, so I, why, why not? Oh, okay. I want to see what would happen. It's actually a really good point. I, I it's a dumb retort, Solid but point. Yeah. And so I started skinning the pigs and I left a couple of them alive and then a couple of carcasses. And then I noticed the other pigs start eating the pigs. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> I'm just like, yes, that's pretty accurate. Somebody had to code that. That was a decision somebody yes, made. It doesn't just happen. And somebody spent hours and hours making it so that that pig, pig will animation. go and feed on carcasses. Yes. I mean, that's and it was cool. Hilarious. Uh, another time I started attacking sheep. Why is, it, why is all your stories you just randomly attacking animals? I had a weird childhood. And uh, they turned on me. And it was awesome. I started getting butted and like head butted by sheep. And it was hilarious. And I was just like, I literally watched my character die to head butts from sheep. It took like five minutes and it was hilarious. Why didn't you stop the sheep or run away? I was just wanted to, see, just if they would, just just getting... wanted to see if they would kill me. Wow. Because you would die eventually if sheep kept like headbutting you in the legs, like hemorrhaging or something. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a sheep-based doctor. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how sheep injuries work. Another cool thing is I, what I that sa same pigs, uh, I killed them again, and this time wolves came down and started feeding on the pigs, and wow. then they attacked me. I was just like, that's awesome. That is cool. I've yet to come across a bear. I really want to find a bear. Really? An F with a bear. One of my random encounters was just, <laughs> so like I'm, I, you know how like, you remember playing Skyrim? Of where you're like, I need to get from my here to there. All time. And then you're like, I could go around, but I'm going to go over that hill because it's the, there's probably it's a dragon like up the there. direct way, right? Like that's, but it, but you just sit there trying to get you and your horse just up the hill and it never works. No. I, I was up on like this top of this kind of snowy hill and I was trying to get around a mountain and uh, there was, so there was this part where my horse kind of would slide back down. Oh yeah. And so I hopped off my horse so that I could run up it because, because your character can usually go up a steeper hill than the horse can. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I'd like to think so. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try that. 
I hop off the horse and literally out of nowhere, a bear pounces on me. I had no idea it was behind me at all. No wonder the horse didn't want to go up. And like it, he started just pouncing on me. And then there's this like sort of uh, animation that happens where like the bear is on top of you and you've got to basically shoot your gun right at him mm-hmm. in order to get him. And I did, but like, I, afterwards I noticed that my heart was pounding like my my heart in real life I was, oh, like, straight up, I was yeah. like holy shit that scared the crap out of me and that's the kind of stuff that I love so before I talk about uh, any other random encounters I should talk about my hard drive going out oh yeah that's, which scared the shit out of me that's like almost losing a loved one so when I was probably about 15 to 20 hours into this game I was moving my Xbox and my hard drive slipped out of my hand and you're talking external external hard drive i should say yeah and it hit the ground and i was like oh no when i plugged it back in it wouldn't read the hard drive dude i i would all of my games all of my games i mean besides a few main games that are usually older Mm -hmm. because that's when i filled up my original hard drive right all everything was on the external no when you texted me that i legitimately felt sadness for you dude i I, like I was when I was trying it I tried it for fucking ever man and uh I like I told my girlfriend I was like this is like my worst nightmare this is like a gamer's worst nightmare so I I kind of just was like all right well uh that that actually is a reason that I I downloaded the Spider-Man DLC and started playing that for a mm-hmm. while which is good by the way but anyway I ended up getting a new hard drive plugging it in re-downloading the game which obviously took forever mm. To my surprise, it kept my save, save data coming with it. So I'm not sure if this. So obviously my uh, the game itself was gone, all the downloaded game, but the save is either on the system or the cloud, and I'm not sure what. But I was incredibly happy. Oh, thank you, video game to, Jesus, to see that. But here's what's weird. Um, my horse was different, hmm. so it was like it saved where I was, but it it did not save what I was wearing and it did not save the way my horse looked. Strange. Yeah. I know, right? Out Were of all the things. you able to get things. those back? Well, I mean, I still oh, had... outgrown I still anyways. had my horse. He, he still had the same name that I named him and everything, um, but he didn't look the same because I went... He was a like a solid black horse that I went and you can... If you go to a stable, I'm not sure if you've done this, but you can like... Customize. Give it different hair and yeah. color it and fucking braid it if you wanted it. Yeah. Um... And so I, I, it was a black horse with like white hair. And, um, and then when I re-downloaded the game, he shows up. He's just this brown horse. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell? So. When you really start sinking your claws into this game, as we've just started scratching the surface, you can start to understand why this game took as long as it took. And we don't actually know from, you know, day one to release what kind of, you know, development cycle it had, but... Just think about how many hours, like hundreds of thousands of hours that it took to go into this game. And you really just can't help but just appreciate it, even if it's not your game. You know, I've heard some people like, oh, it's just not my 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 kind of game. But it is just such a, a, a marvel of what we can do. It makes me so appreciative of what video games are capable of, do, of doing nowadays. And uh, it's just crazy. It's like, where do we go from here? And this is a total sandbox game. I love the setting, really digging the characters. This is a great game. It really is. And it's paced in a way that says this is a game for adults, you know. Like we knew that, you know, just 
really upon the first few hours. Like this is an adult game, not just as far as the content, you know, but just the the pacing and mm-hmm. the it makes you feel like you're living a western. Absolutely. Through Arthur Morgan. It's got like I don't mind that I can come home and I can sit on my couch and I can play I I can spend five minutes just riding my horse. Yeah. And it's slow for a video game, but it's it is really peaceful in a way. In a way, yeah. And All you quiet can, on the western front. You can you know? go and you can have the action when you want the action. It's there when you want it. Uh, another funny thing that I stumbled upon, I was just in some random little town, don't know names just yet, couldn't even find it again on the map if I tried. I just stumbled across it. And uh, I went into a hotel. You know, the, oh, the innkeeper... Got mad because I walked right past him, went upstairs and didn't pay for anything. I kicked down three doors, one of which actually gave way. And there was a hooker being robbed. <laughs> like really? literally, yeah. That's and I good. like, I was like, I could just walk away or I could intervene. I, I chose to intervene because I'm trying to walk the righteous path for what this character uh, is dealing Yet, with. Here you were just kicking in doors in a hotel. <laughs> That's not I very knew, righteous. I knew, yeah. And it was just so random. Your spider you know? sense was going off. You're like, nope, there's a hooker being robbed in here. I think the most fun I've had interacting is just antagonizing people too. And I love how... Yeah, but if you do it too much, like... You'll trigger you the an- system. You press antagonize once and they'll start to get pissed. And if you press antagonize again, they'll pull out their weapons and start... Yeah, which is awesome. And then just like kind of how is this going to go? And there's no set routine like, oh, just de-escalate for this guy some people will run away. Yeah, it's it's totally it's like on such a random generator. <laughs> there was this that. one situation where there was this guy who uh, I said hello to, and he was like, "Oh, get away from me!" And then so I was like, "You know what? Screw you!" So I did antagonize him. Kept he started riding his horse faster, so I hopped on my horse and I just started chasing after him. And I all I would do was just ride up next to him and press the antagonize button continuously, just because it was hilarious just watching this guy freak out. Yeah. And then I would do the, you know, whatever the button is to calm him down. And then I would antagonize him again. You know what else I like about this as far as just the random, (laughs) good, it's American way. The the, the randomness of this is when you load up a save, you never pick up right exactly geographically where your guy left off. Like it'll be in the same town or the same region. But he, one time I woke up in uh, like a, a barn. Like my See, guy that was kind of bugs ag- me. I like that. I was sleeping up against the wall well, with my well, you hat have down. Your, you have your system shut down completely every time, right? That's Correct. the way you have yours. Yeah. But see, the 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 one where it just goes to sleep, mm-hmm. the whole idea is so that you wake up and you start your game right away where you were. And it doesn't happen very often in this game. It, like for some reason, it's, it, it happens sometimes, but then other times I'll turn off the game or, you know, turn off the system or kind of put it to sleep. I'll come back a couple hours later and it starts me over at a different place. I'm like, why did you just not start me where I was? So I did a side mission where I killed a uh, white cougar mm-hmm. and took its skin, which was supposed to be uh, very valuable. And I had it on the back of my horse and I turned, I put the system to sleep. And when I woke up again, I was in a completely different area. Uh, that that side mission was still there because I hadn't turned in you the didn't skin. didn't close it out, so to speak. And it's like so I was like, dude, I I went through the entire side mission and it's just annoying that I have to go back and do it again. Sure. So that kind of stuff bugs me. Now I've seen a little bit, probably as we're wrapping up here. Um just Well, I got other stories. Oh well then I'm wrapping up and I would be happy to just listen because I like a good story time. There are some things that I've seen or heard or read of other people doing 
and I want to know so bad where to make that happen because I want to experience that, but I, at the same time, I want it to be organic. But when I hear about alligators or tying people to train tracks or have you not had KKK meetings and stuff like I that? I haven't done the KKK thing, but I I've had alligator yeah. issues. What about tying people to the train tracks? No, I haven't done that. That's so old school. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But I have so there there was this one time where I um you know how Arthur Morgan can get super dirty yeah. and same with the horse and you can go through water as a way to clean yourself. Yeah, I like that. And so I went in water um to just you know i just literally i go in i walk around and then i turn around well i did that and i started feeling rumbling on my controller and i was like that's what what is like and i started looking <laughs> maybe around, it's a really strong current and i didn't know what it was and then all of a sudden an alligator started attacking me and and i i, I didn't even see it, it yeah it makes just you started panic. attacking me and i ended up getting free and running out and pointed my gun right at the water and I couldn't find it, like, and I, but at the time I didn't even quite know if it was an alligator, but then I saw alligators like on the shore, sure. like across the river. So, so I figured that's what it was. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you, you can, uh, you can also like feed alligator, like you can bring a person to an alligator. And yeah, I heard that. I saw that. Pretty awesome. Um, there was this one time where, see, this is one of the things that I think is really cool about this game is that your actions do they matter have uh, a consequence later in the game so there was this guy who was trapped in a bear trap and <laughs> he snatches ass he snatches bear ash in a bear trap and uh he was calling for help and i could obviously you know steal all his stuff or loot him i ended up saving him which was nice and then he was like oh feel free to take any of my stuff he didn't have anything good and then i went to his horse and i was trying to <laughs> take stuff out of the satchel because he told me I could. And then the horse kicked me. And then he hopped on his horse and rode off. And I was like, man, that wasn't worth it. I should have just killed him. It looked like what I thought in my head. Right. And then... Um, Maybe that was an elaborate trap that he set up. He and his horse were in cahoots. Oh, cahoots? Cahoots, Th- That's yeah. not a word. Cahoots? Galo- <laughs> cahoots or collusion. Well, here's so here's what happened. Like, I don't even know. Five or ten hours later... I'm I, I'm just exploring and I go to a random town. Right. And um, there's this guy who starts calling me over who's sitting on a bench and he's talking to some other guy. He's like, hey, you, come over here. Hey, you, I remember you. And I walked over and I didn't know who he was. Right. I, and he I, was like, and he was telling his like friend who's sitting on the bench. He's like, this guy saved me early, like a couple days ago or whatever it was from a bear trap. If it weren't for him, I'd be dead. And then he's like, tell you what. You go into the gun shop, you pick out anything you want, and you tell him you put it on Mr. Blah Blah Blah's tab or whatever. And I was like, what? And so I walk in there, and sure enough, that's exactly what I tell the, the shopkeep. And I literally have an, when you open the catalog, everything says $0. That's awesome. And so I was like, that is cool. And I, you I, were able I to buy to one that. thing. And so I bought like a new revolver or something like sure. that. Um, and I was like, dude, that's cool. Like, th- that's the kind of stuff that I really like, but I also like the really crazy, weird, random shit. Like I was in kind of the swamp area and there was somebody who was hanging up, hanging by his neck. Oh, and I just riding by and I stop and I get off my horse to just look at it and see like, what's going on over here out of the bushes, three like medicine men, Start attacking me. You sure they weren't O'Driscolls? They weren't O'Driscolls because oh, okay. they were dressed like like weird medicine men with like uh, 
paint and I it was I don't know what they were. I still don't know what they were because they were not a part of any story. I just freaked out, had to run, they were coming after me and I ended up having to kill them. But then that was it. Like that was totally the self-contained, yeah. Yeah. That's and that awesome. stuff is just so weird and random. It to is. Me. The generator on this game just to different scenarios and characters and dialogue, it's just it's just yeah. amazing how infinite it really is. There was um one time where I was riding down a trail and there was a guy who was on his horse who was injured and he ends up falling off his horse like kind of right in front of you and he's like crying out for help and so you go to him and you you can if you want to you can pick him up put him on your horse ride him to the nearest doctor and so i rode him into um saint denis denis saint denis i think is what the, how they pronounce it it's a town that i have there's no been no story there yet i just have been exploring yeah and i take him to a doctor i take him into the back i drop him in a chair um and the doctor goes looks at it i'm just watching i'm just standing there and he goes oh we're gonna have to amputate and so he pulls out a saw puts it to the guy's arm turns around and looks at me and goes you may want to leave for this (sighs) And I was thinking to myself, I could leave right now. I was like, but I want to see what happens. And sure enough, the entire animation played out of him. Saw- so he put the guy to sleep, sawed off his arm, and then bandaged it up. And then like sat back down in a chair and was like, well, it ain't pretty, but he'll survive. You did good today or something like that. And I was like, that's so crazy that that, that entire thing just played out. You know, I could have killed him. I could have taken him anywhere. But I took him to the doctor, and this whole thing played out. Now, we are far from completing the story, so it's not like we have a a final opinion on it or anything like that. But this pretty much has been the only game I've been playing the last several weeks, and I could see that being the case for the next several weeks, months. if not months. Um, and you know, you know what sucks, though? Some other games that have come out have really just come out with a, a, a very like a thud. A dud. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it almost easier to just be like, well, I'm glad this is the only game I'm playing. Like, do you remember a few months ago we were talking about uh, Overkill's The Watching Dead and just watching those cinematic trailers mm-hmm. and how cool it looks? Did you know it's out now? Yeah, but then the gameplay came out and it looked it really looks, shitty. Well, and then the reviews are already out. I haven't seen it scored any higher than like a six. So it I'm just does, like, it's not okay. worth it. And then Fallout 76, eh, probably not going to be something I'm playing. So it just makes the decision easier. It's conflict-free Yeah. to just keep on Red Dead 2, especially with all the upcoming deals that are going to be out on Black Friday next week. Or just cause came out, yeah, and that game looks like it's a fun, just do stupid shit kind of game. And I, but I'm like, I don't have time to play that. Yeah, no, the Red Dead is uh, Red Dead is all I want. It's play. not leaving. I haven't touched Overwatch yeah. at all. The only time I touched Spider Man was when I thought that my game was lost, and I played uh, Spider Man DLC in the midtime. But like other than that, like I'll I'll keep going back to this game. I just. It's going to be hard such to a good not story, imagine this being so game of the random. year, too. Well, but then you've got some contenders. Though. No, you really do. Like but this, well, Spider-Man and uh, God, God of War. War. Yeah. And then probably something else from the Switch that we didn't play, but I don't know. Mario vs. Rabbids? Yeah, <laughs> watch out. Game of the year. It's It could be the Switch game of the year. Right. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to sharing more, especially as we get close to finishing our closer Ugh. to finishing the main story we're not gonna be able to f- I, I i bet we're not gonna finish this story for a while we won't give a full-on review you know what's of this rad game though for several more episodes um 
I'm I'm very thankful for the upcoming holiday because I feel like I'm going to have a little bit of time more than your average just weekday work day mm-hmm. to just catch up a little bit with it between having Thursday and Friday off, yeah. uh, if not one, then the other. Hmm. I need to, you know, it, it, I, I just need to have like a, a I don't know. I, I always, whenever I can play this game, is just always like a half hour at a time, maybe an hour at a time where... The, my girlfriend's not home and I'm not having to work and all that. And cause you know, I don't want to sit there and play video games while my girlfriend's there and we only have one TV and she's like, can we do something that I want to do now? <laughs> like technically you guys have two TVs. That's just a choice you make. I'm not going to send her upstairs. <laughs> like I'm playing you, you go. <laughs> well, I, and like, I would love that <laughs> secretly. I would oh, love yeah, that, absolutely. but like, you know, and, and hard so to it's, justify. It's going to take a while. It, let's just oh, put it that for way. sure. It's going to take a while. Ah, uh, rock star, you. You guys are rock stars. All yeah. right. Well, uh, that's pretty much all the topics that we wanted to talk about. Even though we're not going to get uh, into it here in this recording, I assume the next one, you are getting close to finish uh, Daredevil Season 3 just without saying yeah. anything. You liking it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about nine episodes in. It's so good. Dude, it, it is and it, good. And it has a very strong finish. Uh, I can't wait to discuss yeah. it full on with you. There's no point in just being like, oh, what do you think nine episodes in? Because there's so much then I would just want to say and then it would just give it away for you. Uh, it is I, good. Yeah. Next time uh, we record, we're definitely going to wrap that up. Hopefully. And uh, No, we will. I have, well, I have you're confidence. saying, but hopefully I'll be done with it. I'm kind of saying that and looking at you at the same time. I'm like, like uh, right? Get it over yeah, with. Get yeah. your shit together. No, I will. Come on. Uh, what so else, if anything? Up. Yeah, let's. That's it. That's all we really got. That's all we Short got. Short and simple. But we like to end every episode with a couple things. One is a little game we call Shadow with a Synopsis, where Brandon's you know going to read it. me a synopsis of something, a movie, TV show, video game, comic book, could be anything. Could and be, I just got to guess be. what it is based on his uh, vague description. I'm keeping it vague today, too. Okay. So let's start there. Yes, indeedy. Ready? I'm ready. An eccentric young hairstylist who unfortunately is kicked out of barber school, opens up his own barber shop. But this isn't your regular barber shop. He somehow stumbles upon some mystic arts which allows him to experience the life both present and past of the people whose hair he's cutting, which leads to some seriously hairy adventures. Is that it? That's it. Uh, I I don't know. I really have no idea. Can I tell you why you don't know? Sure. I just made that shit up. I really, literally just off the top of my head made that really? shit up. <laughs> Here's a real shallow synopsis. Jesus. I wanted to see what you would say, though. I, I Well, my first thought was Barbershop with Ice Cube. Yep. Or Little Shop of Horrors with uh, Ice, Cube. Uh, Ice Cube Senior. <laughs> okay, go ahead and read the real one. That's a cool story, though. I think it would the, do well. <laughs> thank you. Ooh, what if he had, like, to do someone's roots and then he becomes, like intertwined with their ancestors this is dumb uh this story revolves around a young teenager marshall teller whose awkward family moves from new jersey to a small town in indiana population of sixteen thousand six hundred sixty one. while moving into his new home and acclimating to his new surroundings he meets simon holmes one of the few normal people in this small town of indiana together as their friendship develops, they are faced with bizarre scenarios, which includes discovering a sinister group of intelligent dogs that are planning to take over the world, meeting a tornado hunter who somehow seems related to Captain Ahab. They're also discovering numerous urban legends, such as Bigfoot and, what's this, a still-alive Elvis Presley. 
That's all. So what do you know based on that? What can you start deducing? You know, I I feel like this is some sort of Nickelodeon cartoon or something along those lines. But I have to be honest, I, nothing's coming to mind. I don't know what this is. That is, sorry. I'll, 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 sorry. I'll be, you know, fair with you. This is obscure and this is a, a harder one that I've given, but I wanted it to be challenging. So here we are. This was uh, the show Erie, Indiana. Do you remember that? It ran uh, only no, for like one really. and a quarter seasons, early 90s on NBC. It was a cool show. It was like, hmm. had that, it was told through the story lens of a teenager, but it had some like weird kind of X-Files-y slash Outer Limits Twilight Zone scenarios. Hmm. And every episode, there was something weird about this town. And I mentioned the population because that was important because it was... 1661? Yeah. 6661, excuse me. Yeah. So I, it was, I noticed that. Yeah. Uh, random show. So if you never watched it, of course, how would you know? But uh, there you go. Erie, Indiana. Okay. We're searching out if it ever is available for a stream just for like a, a kick it show. I'll finish Daredevil first. You should. And then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Right. All right. And then, you know, the very last thing we like to do is we like to leave you with what we call an awesome quote in geek history. I wouldn't even say that it's we like to do it. It's they like us to do it. Right, listeners? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was them. Yeah. So this time, you know, uh, we... All heard the news, unfortunately, that Stan Lee, co-creator of Marvel Comics, has passed so away. So much good stuff that's in our lives. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the impact that that one person can have on so many lives. I mean, how many people... It's not even like how many people have know about Spider-Man and know about Captain America and know about these things that they, they, they see as heroes, but it's... It's like how many lives have completely been altered by the reading of comics and the friends that they found discussing those and the friends that they found among movies. I remember you and me at one of your family functions really connected with one of your family members who was really into Marvel movies. Oh, my brother, yeah. And and no, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. brother that lives in a different state. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I'd never met him Listen before. Listen to the podcast by the way. Hey Shane. Hey, hey Shane. But you know, it's like that. Those kinds of things, uh, they they really connect people. And Stan Lee helped create an entire world of superheroes. That it's not like they weren't there before, because admittingly there were obviously there were superheroes before him. But man, he breathed different kind of life into heroes. He made heroes feel human. Yeah. He made he captured that desire of every boy and girl. And really, man and woman, to be something more than special. Yeah. He's just attached in so many different ways to so many different things. And, you know, 95, and he seemed, you know, on the exterior, uh, just for the, you know, from what we got to see, he seemed like it was quality 95, too. Uh, so, yeah, RIP, mm -hmm. for sure. What a cool life he lived and what a cool story and so many great memories. First time I actually remember, you know, of course, a lot of the podcasts I've listened to just this week be like, what's your favorite Stan Lee cameo? And, you know, that's a popular thing to associate Is with it? him. But well, it wasn't even a cameo per se. It was just a role. I remember seeing him in Mallrats back in like 96 yeah, talking or to 90. Jason Lee. Yes. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that was hilarious. And how he, you know, Jason Lee's uh, Brody. Uh, his mind just after having a serious conversation is like, what was with Mr. Fantastic's dick? You know, <laughs> of course, that's such a Kevin Smith thing. And I just love how he handled that. And then, you know, and then it turns out he was bribed into going and talking to him. Sure. And then he went back to uh, 
the other character who I can't remember now, but he's like, does seem a little bit obsessed with superhero genitalia or something to that <laughs> yeah. effect. And I just I thought that was so funny. Yeah, and, and then all the the cameos since you know Marvel Studios has been a thing. I think my favorite one was probably Guardians Two when he's turns out he's one of the Watchers. Or well, or he's, he's, he's just standing, talking to him. He's, he's telling stories to the Watchers, and the Watchers get bored and walk away. Yeah, and yeah, he's just rambling he's like, like an old grandpa, like so a Grandpa Simpson. Stories. Yeah, yeah, just talking to a There's wall. There's that. There's so in the most recent Spider-Man game. Um, there's the cinematic where where uh, Peter and and Mary Jane are are at a table and they're talking, and they are separated at this time, but they're still friends, right? And when they so so Spider Man or Peter Peter Parker leaves to go because he hears some sirens, and then Mary Jane slowly gets up and walks out, and as she's walking out, Stan Lee, but obviously in digital form, and it's of course his voice, says you know what? You guys are going to be fine. You are always my favorite. And I was like... <laughs> that's the one character I think the most synonymous with, with Stanley. Yeah. And, I and what a great voice great. he has like, too. He does. He has a very it's iconic very voice. Yeah. And I, I always thought that was kind of nice. And obviously it was before he died when I first saw that in the game. And I was like, that's kind of cool. He's just basically saying to the world, like, Spider-Man was really... They were always like Spider Man and Mary Jane were always my favorite couple. That is cool. And that means something. But you know, the the quote that I wanted to get today is from a Spider Man movie. It, uh, it's it's very unfortunate that this came from the third Spider Man movie, yeah. which is by far one of the worst superhero that, yeah. movies. But his cameo says some, he says something in particular in this cameo that I think we all should really consider when remembering Stan Lee. So I'm going to play that for you right now. You know, I guess one person can make a difference. Enough said. Thank you, Stanley. You uh, really did make a difference. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. For sure. Uh, I feel like, like not sad, but now I feel all like somber. Yeah. We should go kill some people yeah. in video games. Hey, thank you for clarifying. To feel better about ourselves. I would be willing to bet that uh by the time you're listening to this, it is right around Thanksgiving. So have a great Thanksgiving. Um yeah. and if you and don't celebrate, well Black just Friday or eat a lot of food anyways. Yeah, and Black Friday week now. If that's your thing, starts. there's better deals online. Uh you can choose to uh, I don't want to get all political, but we both know what it is to work. Black Friday is really not political. Re- well, not political. In but today's I, world of politics, Black Friday is. Well, what would you say? I don't want to get off topic, but yeah, well, it's your opinion. We both work retail stupid. in different venues on Black F- Friday, oh. and it's it's hell, but it's a part of the job. It's part of America. All right, everyone. All right, thanks thank for so supporting much. our podcast, and you guys, thank you also for being a fan of our fandom. Until next time, and I hope you all stay geeky. Riding into town on my horse one day And a guy rode by and I said, hey The guy got pissed, said I turned around, pulled out my gun Shot him in the face and I took his horse Cause his horse had better stats, of course I threw on my saddle and I hopped right on Then shot my old horse in the head for no reason Somebody saw what I had done Then I shot the innocent guy for fun now i'm riding around with a bounty on my head i was wanted alive or dead the sheriff came and i shot him quick and i shot his deputy in the dick i went to the post office paid 10 bucks 
now the law don't give a fuck I rode off and I went fishing Cause you know that I'm good Christian Now I ride around without a care And I- Oh fuck a cougar's attacking me! Oh! Ow! 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 